Knowledge at Money. In-depth of training news items. Knowledge at Money on Money FM. FM 93.7 is what you are listening to. Time for Knowledge at Money. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, you can also call and uh, just have a comment on uh, the big stories that have been trending that were in our news from uh, Monday up until today. Well, uh, let's get started with the show. And uh, you can call 0967-865-040 and 0211-252. Two two seven. This is knowledge at money. Best. How are you doing? Good, good, Robin. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. And uh, Mr. Chilombo, how are you? I'm very fine, Robin. How are you? Just get close to your microphone uh, so we can get it clearly like that. All right. So yes, uh, what are we looking at today? What's the first story? All right. So um, still we are in uh, the 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 New Year season and. Uh, we managed to get with uh, the Zambia Revenue Authority, so tax yeah, issues, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Zambia Revenue Authority uh, this uh, week reviewed that it has collected a net collection of 57.7 billion kwacha of revenue in 2020, an outturn of 17.7% of gross domestic product compared to 17.8% in uh, 2019. And uh, this was disclosed by uh, ZRA Commissioner General Kingsley Chanda, who explained that the revenue performance, which is highly commendable, is uh, 1.3 billion kwacha below target when measured against the recently revised parliamentary target from 59 billion kwacha. You know, the uh, target was revised after the first wave of the COVID-19 had uh, really hit most economies. And... uh, yeah, and uh, one of the things Mr. Chanda reviewed is that the performance relates to taxes corrected by ZDRA only, stating that it does not include revenues corrected by other government departments in form of non-tax revenue and other fees, which uh, he highlighted that the Minister of Finance will give a brief at an appropriate time. So this is what we have uh, from uh, the Zambia Revenue Authority 2020. Mm-hmm. Yes. They had set a target of how much? Uh Okay, the, the, the target uh, was not was high. Was 59? Yeah, the yes. target was 59 before it was revised. Okay. Okay, yeah, so the target was 59 before it was revised, but even 59 after it was... What? 59 billion 59 kwacha, billion 59 kwacha. bananas, 59 <laughs> no, not 59 groundnuts. <laughs> no, but you need to, you need to be exactly. specific. Yeah. Okay, so the target was 59 billion kwacha. Even when it was uh, revised, at least they hammered almost hitting uh, the 59 billion kwacha target yes all right so obviously uh, there might be some difference in hitting the target but mm-hmm. uh, i must mention this is uh, something commendable yes. you know uh, considering the fact that uh, covid19 is still making a lot of businesses uh, mm-hmm. not find it easy to pay tax and all of that some of them have been closed down and they are not able 
but uh, you know there's there's uh, also the fear of contact you know people want to social distance and make sure that uh, they just pay their taxes in the right way and I must recommend I must commend uh, ZRA for coming up with uh, the online uh, you know payment mode online payment mode yeah where you don't need to go and queue up yeah with this you know, COVID nineteen. With this COVID-19, it's it's really a good thing. Technology has uh, played its role. I think Chirombo would also agree. Okay, I'm sure even uh, we have uh, the coming in of the mobile money transactions. Yeah. And all these other. F- yes. Just to add on, and if you look at the technology that Zedar is using currently when it mm-hmm. comes to tax online payment, yes. it's actually something that was built by Copperbelt University students, mm-hmm. and oh. it was something that That's they. Nice. Commissioner General emphasized to yes. say we're paying a lot of money, paying paying expatriates to uh-huh. come up with this technology. But young boy, young boys, you even use the word boys and girls came and told us, <laughs> big men, we, we know what to we'll do and we'll help you. And they have saved a lot of money and it's, it's good that ZRA is now leveraging on on, on Zambian knowledge. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's very important, embracing a uh, local. And uh, the other thing that we also uh, looked at with ZRA, that is prospects for 2021. We cannot just talk about the past, living the future. Uh, Commissioner Chanda disclosed that government has set the tax revenue through the Ministry of Finance for ZRA in 2021 at 59.3 billion kwacha. Okay? And uh, one of the points uh, the Commissioner noted is that while the target may not be significantly different from 2020 target, the 2021 target will be harder to achieve given the contraction of the economy in 2020 and the modest projected real gross domestic product growth for 2021. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so obviously we we just hope that, uh, just like uh, the Commissioner General said, it might be tougher than last time, Mm -hmm. but uh, we hope for the best, hoping that more more funds will be collected, more revenue will be collected Mm -hmm. uh, through the taxes, of course, even as uh, we get to uh, move on with the rest of the year. The second wave of COVID-19 is not playing at all, uh, but we just hope that uh, things will be better than expected. Let's get to hear from Mr. Chanda and uh, hear what he had to say in this bite. A difficult year for our enforcement activities as our frontline officers could not engage the public and taxpayers in the traditional manner due to the COVID-19 pandemic. However, the authority quickly adapted and employed a combination of strategies and tools resulting in 8.3 billion collection under domestic taxes. The authority also intercepted 3,344 consignments resulting in revenue collection of 35.2 million. These operations also resulted in increased compliance in customs declarations. The authority will in 2021 intensify intelligence and surveillance operations to disrupt smuggling activities through use of specialized investigative tools, which includes drones and digital forensic capabilities currently in the authority. All right, so that's uh, Mr. Kingsley Chanda right there, Commissioner General of uh, ZRA. Still on ZRA, right? Yes. Yes, certainly. All right, let's move on. Yeah, we we also saw during the same press briefing, 
Kingsley and uh, the Commissioner General announced that ZRA, through interception, had collected a revenue of 35.2 million kwacha. And if you look at it, Ruben, ZRA has struggled with smuggling, especially at our borders. You, you look at Kasumbalesa, you look at Kazungula, and through interceptions. And I, th I think I remember two years ago when ZRA introduced the anti smuggling unit. People made memes around the, the, the uniform that they were wearing, but I think that has paid off because 35 million, 35.2 million kwacha is a lot of money. And I think he also urged to say Zambians, especially transporters and and and, and other companies and and um, border agents and customers, and should make sure that their clients do not engage in smuggling because at the end of the day the country will lose out on a lot of money. Imagine if there was no interception of these smuggling consignments and the consignments totaled 3,344 and that's a lot. So the ZRA commissioner emphasized to say there must be compliance. And funny, I, I, one interesting thing afterward is that the commission also said that they are going to introduce drones which they've already procured and these drones will make sure that they, they hoover around the border post to ensure that everyone that's engaging in smuggling are uh, flushed out. I think Zambians should be responsible enough to, to see that no smuggling is perpetuated by us, the Zambians, because we'll lose out on revenue. Definitely we will lose out on revenue. That's a very good point you've just raised there. And we hope that uh, people get to adhere and just get to, you know, uh, you just need to comply, be compliant, and everything will be okay. Otherwise, the drone will strike. <laughs> Let's okay. see what we have. Let's get to move on to the next uh, pointer there. Yeah, there's also, uh, we also had an interview with the Zambia Institute of Estate Agents, and we, we talked to the Institute President, Mr. Brian Tembo, and he reviewed something that was interesting. He said that Zambia has a deficit of 3 million housing units, meaning we are in short of. 3 million housing units, we're talking of a population that's close to 18 million. And the president said that because of this deficit, the country is ripe for investment in estate. B despite, despite COVID and despite everything, we have still continued seeing people investing in real estate. We have seen malls coming up, people building schools, people building houses. But again, he also said to say we should move away from the usual brick and mortar and ensure that we come up with innovative ways of, of, of doing our construction. I think well, we, are we are used to, to seeing blocks, we are used to seeing bricks in other, in other areas. He said, no, I think going forward, despite us having a lot of potential in this sector, which is the real estate sector, we should make sure that we, we improve on our housing solution, we improve on our infrastructure solution. Again, emphasize people that... Uh, urban oriented to say no do not be urban centric but actually move away from Lusaka find land away from Lusaka in the outskirts of Lusaka Jongwe we have we, we have six miles somewhere there make sure that you also utilize that land because at the end of it the land is expensive when you come to, to the central business district of Lusaka so you say to say there's still potential in the outskirts of of Lusaka, and again, there's But we potential. all want to be in the city. That's the problem. You <laughs> uh, said, no, if, if you don't... Like Lusaka. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, no, he gave an example of how Six Miles has grown. It was, yeah. uh, in fact, uh, Six Miles has actually grown, like, so much. I don't, think, I don't think you can find a plot there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah true, I don't true, think true, so. True. People are now moving to 15 yeah, miles. So you know what has led to the growth of uh, Six Miles and this area? And going 10 this miles way. and all of yeah. those sides. It's because uh, of uh, investments 
that are, are being brought in that area. Mm -hmm. We've seen a number of investments as you go towards uh, Chisamba be before you even reach the farming blocks that side in much much of it in central province there have been uh, industries there have been they, they are put uh, in, a number of investors are putting up manufacturing sectors whom I will not mention their, their <laughs> names because they have to come and uh, pay for their mentions at Mane FM. <laughs> okay, but we've seen a number of investments along the Great North Road as you go that mm. side. Mm. So the issue of uh, urbanization, uh, rural migration, all these other kind of migrations, if we really want to decongest Lusaka, then development must be centered everywhere. Exactly. One of the areas exactly. uh, in uh, one of the rural areas that is earmarked for great development in Zambia is Rufunsa. Watch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I be didn't know. Be be because you know of what? gold, you get that. Because of but gold, people, that is being mined. But people are coming from these areas like Rufunsa and uh -huh. to come and look for employment in Lusaka, in, in Lusaka. going to the <laughs> Copper Belt and all of that. Like Just like you have said, uh -huh. we need to take development we that side. For we, real. we know that people are building houses, mm -hmm. but... Do they have shopping malls? No, Do they imagine. have, you know, uh, companies that can get to employ them? Mm -hmm. Imagine somebody is coming from 22 miles yeah. and uh, they need to come for work into mm -hmm. town. You see what I mean? So development uh, shouldn't just all about be building houses, building houses, but also we need to take business there. And there might business be some supporting there. services. And other supporting services like hospitals or, or not, not necessarily hospitals, but clinics, you know, mm -hmm. health centers and all of that so that people don't have to travel miles just to go and access a health center. True. So uh, I think uh, development should be looked at from different areas. From different areas. Yeah, different angles it is. So I think that's a very good one. You know, much as we all want to stay in the city, live in the city, but uh, there is some great opportunity out there that How you can. People from Kopara know that you're from Lusaka. Mm. <laughs> but we're from Lusaka. <laughs> and this is why we have lots of traffic congestion. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's Conge because everyone wants to be in Lusaka mm -hmm. and they all want to drive. True. <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> All right, let's get to move on to uh, the next uh, story that we have here. Um, let's uh, take a look at this story, which says uh, Lusaka lawyer says he has written to the Zambia Bureau of Standards, ZABS, asking the institution to retract what uh, he times as false statements made against his client, Honeybee Pharmacy Limited. Mr. Tutuangulube tells Money FM News in an interview that he also has written to the Zambia Medicines and Regulatory Authority, Zamra, demanding for immediate retraction of threats against his client. Uh, we had this story in our news even this morning where Mr. Tutuangulube was coming out to say, you know what, these are allegations mm -hmm. and uh, you need to have facts to support your statements. You see what I mean? Or you have to retract. So for him, he says, if they won't retract, he will take them to the courts of law. So he will take a legal action. Yeah. yeah. yeah anyway, Within that, 48 that, that's hours. That's a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, he is a lawyer. Within and, how uh, many hours? 48 hours. 48 hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's wait and see what's going to happen if they will mm -hmm. retract the statement or if they are ready to go and, and produce uh, facts in court. Yeah. But uh, one thing I would say is that, uh, you know, sometimes when... Uh, 
an issue, not even sometimes, every time when an issue is under investigation, mm -hmm. you just need to be careful how you utter the words and what yes, you talk true. about it They're because important. you might actually compromise the investigations mm -hmm. sometimes. You see that. So mm -hmm. uh, even us as media houses, I've seen a lot of people talking about it on social media. I haven't talked about that. I've got my own reasons. Mm -hmm. It's because I know that they're still investigating that issue. And for me, I always wait for the outcome before I say anything about certain things. So it might be you who's listening to Money FM and you're saying something about Honeybee when you don't have the facts. It might land you into something like what's about to happen here. Let it be investigated. So yeah, let it be investigated. So according to Mr. Tutu Angulube, he says, uh, uh, Mr. Angulube says the report that Zabs produced on the matter has been refuted by the manufacturer and three other international recognized institutions Hence, the Bureau must withdraw their statement because it is injuring the pharmacy's reputation and business. Anyway, since you said the matter is in the investigation. <laughs> <laughs> you won't say anything? <laughs> I won't say anything. No. <laughs> okay, let's leave but it there. Let's let Mr. Tutongulue <laughs> say something. Best won't say anything since the matter is still under investigation. <laughs> the law firm has written to Zabs and Zamra based on instructions from our client, Honeybee. Zabs uh, declared that our client supplied defective products and produced what they call the report, which report has been disputed by the manufacturer, by everyone else, including three internationally recognized institutions. So the client is of the view that Zabs lied, and Zabs must retract their lie. They must withdraw their statement because it's injuring their client's business and also injuring our client's reputation. We haven't yet received. If we don't receive anything, we will sue them. If they don't respond, we will have no option but to drag them to court so they can go and prove Okay, so that's Mr. Tutuangulube right there, renowned lawyer. And um, yeah, just uh, making his point correct there. We move on from this issue that is still under investigation. Great, yeah, <laughs> let's get to move on to another one. So let, let, let's touch into the health sector. I'm sure we have. Uh, We're still in the health sector. Uh, okay. We, we have no. Oh, it's still in the health sector. Yeah, yeah still even this issue sector. involves the health sector. So yeah, well, let's make it public health. Public, oh, public health. Okay, yeah. All right. So, um, in the health sector, yeah, you know, we've been having uh, much of the talk of the corona, and then um, we also have had uh, issues to do with HIV. I mean, the, the the impact of the corona has has hit in our minds so much that we forget that we should also talk about HIV and AIDS, okay? Mm. So the National AIDS Council says progress towards reducing new HIV infections has been uh, very low in Zambia. Uh, mm. uh, this was disclosed during the Zambia Population Health Impact Assessment uh, orientation uh, uh, by National AIDS Council Public Private Sector Coordinator Eden Mubanga. Uh, who hoped that there would be understanding over what is causing this low reduction through the survey, which is the Zambia survey. She says between 2020 and 2019, Zambia's uh, reduction on new HIV infections was only 9%. And according to the United Nations 2019 spectrum estimate, Zambia's progress towards achieving epidemic control is still below the target. Yes, so that is a... Uh, the matter we have uh, over the issue of uh, 
HIV. Mm -hmm. Yes, and now we have uh, the Zambia Population Health Impact Assessment Survey, which is Zambia. Zambia, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. we, we, which which is coming into force, targeting over twelve thousand households. That is nationwide, okay. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a voluntary survey. Everyone, uh, uh, it's voluntary. Everyone of us have we must uh, have get ourselves tested. You get that? When time? was the last time you got tested? <laughs> You're talking about <laughs> testing here. Testing when was the last time? Me, I can tell you the last time I got tested. Likely, had it not been for <laughs> last month. <laughs> you are not going to get tested. But why are people so scared okay. of getting tested? <laughs> that, that is the issue now. You, you need to know your status. Exactly. Okay. So that you make a decision. You yes. make if, a decision. If, if you are living positive, then mm -hmm. obviously you have to start the treatment. And, the and, treatment. It, and it's sad yeah. that the government had to backtrack on making it mandatory. I think a lot of people came in and said no. You know, <laughs> because people stopped going to hospitals was, and clinics. Yes. But that was a good and move. And people but were dying in their houses. Unfortunately, so it was very sad that that backtracked on that. But, you know, people are still scared of... But it, that's a good move by mm -hmm. by, by, by that organization. Yeah, uh, Chilombo, when was the last time you got tested for uh, HIV? <laughs> Just that he doesn't even remember. <laughs> Do you remember last no, time? I remember last year at school they came and they hyped us. Last and we, year? Which yeah. month is that? You know we are in 2021. Yeah, we're in 20, yeah, 2021. In 2020. Think when we just don't say it. December because no. it's <laughs> so recent. No, I think January, February, somewhere there. The hype oh, test, and we, we, that's we about went. a year. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I would so tell you that I got tested last week. Mm. Ah, you have challenged me. For me, it was I think two just weeks last ago. week. But uh, before last week, I think the last time I tested was in 2012. So. And, uh, Oh my God! I think he has a doctorate in not being tested. <laughs> no, it's because I know how I conduct myself yeah. and uh, the moves that I make. That's you know, sometimes mm -hmm. uh, depending on what you, I know that uh, it might not necessarily be you who will get uh, the virus mm -hmm. by being maybe uh, promiscuous, but even your partner your can partner bring it yes. to you. Mm -hmm. You know, so it all depends on how you get along with your partner what you do if you're not with your partner do you have multiple partners and all of that but i think this survey is very good at least it will give us a picture of how many people are negative and mm -hmm. how many of those are positive you know yeah. and and you see among other advantages there also the survey is that it, it would be different where you go to the clinic and queue because uh, the people becoming in your homes, I mean, your neighbor won't know that you're yeah, tested true. if you're scared. Yeah, again, it's not fair to sell me to neighbor yes, when I'm going to or, test. Yes, yeah, so when I go to the clinic or meet Vanachirombo, uh, <laughs> then you go and uh, say, I saw that guy testing for HIV, he's looking worried and all that. You get that. Uh, and then there, there, is, there is still even no cost. And then it, oh, it will also give an advantage of whereby. Uh, it's it it would be easy to undergo treatment since they already know the people who are affected and uh, the kind of treatment uh, to help them out because most of people are dying in the houses for fear of going to the clinic. Eh? You know there are those moments where you just got sick and then someone just tells you you should go for testing <laughs> and then you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's get to move yes, on. So we hear what uh, Zamfia had to say in mm -hmm. this uh, following bite. Take a listen. When we look at the 2019 UNH spectrum estimates, it shows that our new infections in actual numbers is about 51,000 people um, getting infected in 2019. We are waiting for the 2020 results, uh, spectrum estimates now. But in terms of where we are in new infections, we were having in 2019 52 
1,000 new infections, 17,000 people died from HIV-related deaths, and uh, therefore progress uh, towards uh, achieving uh, epidemic control, we see that we are not yet there. Because we have said the epidemic control is when the number of new infections fall below the number of deaths. All right, welcome back to Knowledge at Money. In case you would love to come through, feel free to call 0211252227 and 0967865040. What is your take on the stories that we are analyzing on air right about now? Remember, these stories feature in our news uh, right here on Money FM Radio 93.7. So, yeah, we don't do plagiarism here, do we? Mm-hmm. We don't, right? We don't. Mm-hmm. Our own. Our own. Mm-hmm. So you can comment on your own as well, which is uh, Money FM News. It is your own. Make it your own. Feel free to come through and comment on any of our news items. We might have maybe left it out from uh, the list of stories that we have here, but you found it very much big of a story. You can bring it on and let's get to discuss that. Yes, we move on. Yeah. Yeah, we, we move on to, to COVID, and I think it has become a daily... It's a daily update, but again... Where's your face mask? Not in the pocket. <laughs> Hands and toes are no. not in the pocket. <laughs> no, he has it. It's no, here. I have it. It's ah, here. It's here. It's here. Yeah. Since he's on radio, he can't be talking nice. Exactly. Yeah. No one get me. Yeah, yeah. so yesterday, uh-huh. we, 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 we noticed that, again, the numbers are, have continued to increase, and it's, it's alarming. From the, I remember a couple of months ago when we... When the minister, then minister of health, when announced, say we have 500 people, be like, ah, let's mask up. But now we are dealing the thousands. And yesterday we had 1,700 new cases and five people succumbed to coronavirus. I think every day on my, on my Facebook account, I see people posting, sorry, after short illness, died yeah. Monawasa. Yeah. And it, it's very sad. It has so become, right now, it's not all about uh, people from the diaspora. It's somebody you know it's closer. posting about COVID actually that they've lost family. a relative. Exactly. We yeah. can't even give examples of Italy now or Spain then. But no, but now if you need an example, I'll give you an example of home. You know, best in our posting has even removed his hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this kind of boasting. <laughs> Me, I'm 2021. But anyway, you know what? I, I, I don't know why. People uh, are not masking up as expected. And you know, I get, I get to wonder. Every time I'm in a public place, like maybe a bus station or a market, I see less people masked up. And most of them... It is business as usual. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's the unfortunate that? thing. I, don't, I think only people who are taking it serious are people that have experienced it. Maybe they have a relative, they have lost a relative, someone is Maybe sick. Maybe they want to see someone die. Die, exactly. Unfortunately, it can even be them because at the yeah. end of the day, if they're not masking up, they are putting the next person sitting to them on, at risk. Do you want yes. to believe hell is there after? After you're there. Yeah. <laughs> after I've been benched, no, that's when you know. Let me go back and okay. tell them I know there's hell here, but you're gone. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what so, are the statistics? Yes, give us uh, the statistics. Yeah, so the, 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 the total number of cases now stand at 32,800, and we have... Positive cases. Positive cases. That is uh, as since, of the, since the outbreak. Since the outbreak, we have 32,800 cases since the outbreak. I think that was in March or February, mm-hmm. somewhere there. Then we have recoveries stand at 22,504 since March last year. Then we have the death toll has now risen to 
514. 514 people have succumbed to COVID-19 since its outbreak. Now we are currently, we have 283 people that are currently hospitalized. Wow, 9,499 are under community management, bringing the total number of active cases to 9,782. Mm, that's so, a huge number a right there. Number. If you're not moved by these numbers, then I don't know what's going, to, going to move, move you. you. Exactly, Ruben, because um, 1,700... Because even a tree can be moved by these numbers. I'm just joking anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that uh, uh -huh. such numbers should give you an idea to Maybe say this is real bad. you know yeah. this is real and i just have to you know what i'm one person i'm very much scared of uh contracting covid19 mm -hmm. i have a lot of things to achieve and for me i look at what i haven't achieved already and the people around me and you know how much important i am to Let's them talk about the children i'm yet to yes. have true and the sad part again, just Who to talk about achieving, is that the new strain. The new strain is taking. I've got kids young already. People. Yeah. So, so there's nothing like no old people are dying. So if you haven't achieved, even young people are going. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, we and that's the problem. Exactly. Young people are looking at it like ah niaba kudu chema tenda. No, you can also get to die. No, no, no. This can be found anywhere. So you need to look at it from that angle. You know, if if you get to contract HIV and AIDS, or rather, sorry, if you get to contract COVID-19, people are very much scared of contracting HIV and AIDS, but they're not scared of contracting or getting infected by COVID-19. They take it casually. You see what I mean? But if you get infected or if you are diagnosed with coronavirus, one thing you need to know is that uh, you'll be in quarantine. Mm -hmm. And imagine you're staying on your own. You know, you're providing for yourself. And nobody's doing it for you. Yeah. If you go in quarantine for 14 days, I know you might have other people to help you out, but there are certain, certain needs that you have to provide for yourself. That means all of those things will be shattered. You see what I mean? How do you go to the market? You can't. Because the moment you go to the market and put a note out of your pocket, you give it to that uh, trader there. Well, so those who are in the informal Swap sector. the changes. Then everyone goes. Your yeah, true. So... Let's get to mask up, guys. If you can, you guys, uh, I can see you're masking up. The people that are listening there, ladies and gentlemen, mom, dad, auntie, nephew, Uncle. yes, uh, cousin, sister, brother, let's get to mask up. Maski. Max. up. So that to prevent matendaya corona. Anyway, um, I've heard a lot about uh, the vaccines and, uh, yeah, they're coming into Africa like that. The other day I was uh, reading the news. I heard, you know, the AU is also uh, doing something about that. Yeah, the African Union. The African Union, yes, of course. And uh, let's just wait and see how this vaccine thing will get to turn out. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's get to move on with uh, the show. Right, so let's move on by listening to this bite, which is telling us more about uh, coronavirus. The Zambia Institute of Independent Media Alliance is calling on government through the Ministry of Health to quickly breach the knowledge gap on the vaccines to be administered in the country next month. We acknowledge that the increase of uh, COVID-19 cases is speedily spreading 
but it is also leaving more journalists with questions, especially that there is lack of information on the vaccines. We are also aware that journalists have in the past been neglected despite being frontliners. So that fact raises more questions on why journalists have now been prioritized to receive the vaccines. In the media fraternity, journalists who are essential workers have been protecting themselves and might perhaps not been recording more cases in their line of duty rather than the duty bearers who are also at very high risk of contracting COVID-19. All right, so there you go. Uh, vaccines, a lot of people have said a lot about the vaccines. Some of them are saying, how can I trust a vaccine and all of that? But I think more information should be unveiled to the public. We need to disseminate this information. If, if, if we hit the community, mm-hmm. I'll say, let me speak in local language. Nikufu boy. Okay, kabwira vaccine. Uzalaswako. Mm. These are the questions that are being asked, okay? okay. But, but obviously, people have to know the benefits <laughs> uh-huh. of uh, the, that the vaccine. vaccine. You know, if you're going to give me something, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. you know, so I believe what she was saying is that uh, they need to sensitize the public as much as possible mm-hmm. so that people can get to know the benefits of this vaccine and why they should be vaccinated. Like the way If you're going to come to me and just tell me, let me vaccinate you, and I'm just from watching a documentary talking about vaccines and <laughs> yeah, and, and, the, and what, there have been videos, uh, a lot, a lot of, of them conspiracy online. theories, and I yeah. think that's pushing, that's making people become skeptical. And I exactly, think it's justifiable, especially if there's lack there's of no information. information. Yes, yeah, exactly. so you need to clear the air, provide the information to the people, let them know the benefits of the vaccine, and also let them actually get vaccinated. So you know, uh, dissemination of information. Um, on radio stations like Money FM. We are here. Yes, we can provide that platform. So we hope they are listening. I'm sure they are. All right, let's get to move on to the next uh, story. Yes. Yes, so um, we we, we go to the marketeers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the Fruit and uh, Vegetable Association of Zambia, we're in the market right now. We're in... uh, so way to market, okay? We're talking to tomato traders. You want to know tomato prices? Here we are at Money FM Radio. We have brought something for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Fruit and Vegetable Association of Zambia says that tomato box prices have been fluctuating on the local market, okay? Mm-hmm. So this is something that really needs uh, government's attention uh, on one of the points uh, they mentioned. The Fruit and Vegetable Association President Benedict Kunyongana um, reviewed to the Money FM News uh, crew in an interview that uh, the fluctuating prices are attributed to the commodities short shelf life uh, this is compared to onion that has a longer one with uh, prices that are easily controlled you know onion prices are more easily controlled compared to tomato he, he laments that uh, the challenge that uh, with tomato uh, that tomato has uh, uh, he said the, the challenge that uh, tomato has uh, been uh, facing on the market is lack of uh, storage facilities. Okay, so you find that today tomato box. This is what happens. Uh, you go in the market today, tomato box will be sixty kwacha. Tomorrow you find it's at two hundred, and then you find it it's at two fifty. And then we we had to ask uh, some of those traders like there was a, a truck that had different tomato boxes, and they said this one is sixty kwacha, and then this one is two hundred, this one is two fifty. So it's like. Okay, why, what is the difference between these? It says 
Okay, number one, you have to look at quality. You find that something that is uh, maybe at 60 kwash, it has stayed for four days. Mm. Okay, so the challenge now comes in with marketeers is lack of storage facilities. And this is the other thing which has also led to wastage of tomato. If you hear of uh, the Kasumbalesa, people take tomatoes that side, more especially if you lack uh, the business ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> you get what I'm saying, huh? yeah. So, some people now take um, this... Uh, the perishable goods. The perishable goods. Thanks for that word. I was looking for that word. Was Why didn't you ask? I was me. going to say diminished. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, people I take very shit. I'm going you. to give it to you at a charge, you know. <laughs> this is money affair. This so. is money affair. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, okay. The point that you're trying to make is uh, obviously mm-hmm. you can go on. Yes. So perishable goods yes, to Kasumbalesa. Perishable goods at Kasumbalesa, they stay for a few days and then after some time, uh, this is the information also uh, given by an economist, Noah Kabuta. Mm. He also explains that you, you, you see a track, okay, that, that is a grader. Uh, pushing away all the wastages that are green papers and all these other perishable products because they are lacking market and the challenge is what? Lack of storage facilities. This is not only in Soweto but also in other border points and one of the points also the Southern Africa Cross Border Traders Association says is that the companies that have um, storage facilities there they are international companies from Namibia, no not Zambia not Zambia, okay? Mm. So now, Fruit Vegetable Association, uh, economists know with uh, so Fruit Vegetable Association, that is Bernard Skunyongana, Southern Africa Cross-Border Traders Association, Jacob Makambwe. So all these now calling on government. The government should come up with uh, a mechanism. Government should bring up storage facilities. At least in that way, government will also be able to do what? To generate income, if government can come up with uh, storage facilities for marketeers and say, okay, these things will be done at what? At a certain fee. In that way, we will reduce losing much of these okay yeah, much of uh, these perishable goods such as tomato tomato has been going to a waste mm. yeah and, and we only talk about storage i think it would be alien to zambia i think mm-hmm. prior to privatization zambia had a couple of storage facilities i, I remember where i'm coming from in Dwapola. Mm-hmm. We, we we had one in kashikishi mm. and others that were sold in lusaka so i think it's something that they can build on i think we have done it before and i think it will it will it will it will, it will go along i've been to kasumbales and you, you feel bad mm. a, a farmers come mm-hmm. all the way from Mwinilunga or all the way from southern province and their vegetables or tomatoes are just thrown away just thrown and away. it's very unfortunate even mango it's the uh-huh. same thing when it comes yeah, to Lapola. so i think it's about when it comes to <laughs> industrialization and modernization in our economy. I think these are the things that we should mm-hmm. take interest in and make sure that at least we supply the facilities. And, yeah. and I think also, just uh, sorry to cut you short, I, Ma- I think we should make available, uh, market should be available. We shouldn't just concentrate on one spot. Mm-hmm. Because I know that Kasumbalesa is a very busy border mm-hmm. and a lot of people take their products there. Mm-hmm. I've seen people travel from Zimba taking goats to Kasumbalesa. You see what I mean? And pigs. Yes. But why can't we have the same market that we have at Kasumbalesa at different borders? If I'm staying in Zimba, why can't I go to a border close to me and sell my goats and like traveling kilometers to Kasumbalesa? That is happening. Even even right now, maybe there's somebody traveling to Kasumbalesa taking their goats. There's a lucrative market there. You know that even (laughs) eggs, people take eggs that side, you know. You get your eggs from Lusaka or maybe from Choma all the way to Kasumbalesa. I think you, we should be having uh, market 
available you know everywhere everywhere let's take development everywhere yeah yeah true all right due to time we can end it right here uh we can have uh, the program back again next week uh, friday thank you so much gentlemen for Welcome coming through thank you, thank you so much and our listeners there all right, we end the show right here. Dear listener, thank you so much for listening in. We appreciate your time. Do stay tuned. This has been Knowledge at Money. Knowledge at Money. In-depth of training news items. Knowledge at Money on Money FM.